want me to make an army out of a group of ragtag peasants? We must stand up and resist. All you have is belief, but belief will not save them in battle. Do you have proper weapons? An ammunition supply? Do you have a central command? Surely you have read about our victories and your defeats. General, that's why we want you. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Shabal Raish, director of Perusia, and we have a very special announcement. Uh, as you may have known, uh, we've got our first international tour in over two and a half years, and it's a very good friend of mine, Ruben Kazada. He's the author of this book, uh, For Greater Glory, and he talks about the Cristiada War and Mexico's struggle for religious freedom. This is a, based on a movie. It's a companion to the movie For Greater Glory with Andy Garcia. Uh, it's the 10-year anniversary of the movie, and so to celebrate, we have invited Ruben to come all the way down under to Australia, and we are only one week away uh, he arrives, and he's joining me now just for a very quick message and what to expect next week. Hello, Ruben. How are you doing? Horrible. Thank you so much. I'm doing great. Thank you so so much for making the time, but also for this great honor to be uh, be involved in this wonderful uh, ministry. Uh, just heading heading down to Australia is, uh, is exciting. You know, we're I'm a week away before I jump on the plane, and it's just uh, uh, it's a good anxiety, good excitement, just building up. And uh, I saw the the schedule that you so far that you prepared, and you know, I don't know if people can see it, but I really do hope and pray that many of you can come to these events, support a great cause for you know for the ministry, for the parish talks, for you know at the women's retreat, wherever I get to meet you, I'd be honored to talk to you and answer questions that I can. And just would be wonderful to be to just meet people face to face. I love talking about it, so I think it's been I've been giving these uh, these presentations and lectures on the the martyrs of the faith and so forth for over 20 years. And as of right now, they still haven't told me to be quiet. So I'd love to chat some more. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, such an honor to have you here. And um, for, for those, uh, I guess, who don't really know uh, much about you, uh, I'd love to just let them know. I mean, you are the author of this book that's uh, more, more recently, but I've known you for over 17 years now. Um, and you, you, were, you, know, you were working for St. Joseph Communications uh, you've been heavily involved in apologetics and, and, and evangelization. Could could you just give us a very quick background of of, of who you are, you, how, how you got involved in in this sort of work? Of course, you know the actually the um, I think the 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 history goes back quite a bit more because I've uh, most of my life I've been involved in I guess you could say ministry in religious uh, efforts. I started I came from Mexico when I was uh, ten. I uh, started working when I was 12 as a dishwasher in a Jesuit retreat house. And it was there where my formation started with, I think there was about 12 or 15 uh, priests who were semi-retired, but they would always talk about the faith. So I was involved in, in a retreat house and helping with the retreats on weekends. So I was kind of involved in a little bit of the operations, but also in, in the, the, the behind the scenes work for retreats. So I know what it takes. It's a lot of work. Uh, from there, I was there for about, uh, I would say, 16 years. And then I met uh, this uh, great brother in Christ, Mr. Terry Barber, whom you all have heard. And I'm sure you've heard him on, on your podcast, too. Uh, and he offered me uh, a position to work with him in his, uh, well, back then it was cassettes. That's how old I yes. am. <laughs> Cassette ministry called St. Joseph Communications. Uh, and that was in 19, towards the end of 1994, and I worked there for 20 years. And again, with the growth of, of you know, there was a lot of conversion stories, uh, uh, 
conferences. We went international, traveled in Mexico, all across the U.S. and giving a lot of lectures. I actually, I was doing a lot of the work behind the scenes, but in the process, you're learning a lot about apologetics, about our faith. And then eventually I started giving my little talks here and there and it started growing uh, where I would do different basic, basic, you know, instructions. Then I became also involved in my local parish and I was a catechist, uh, the assistant to the DR, uh, director of religious uh, education uh, for two years. Uh, so I was really involved all my life about that. And then, um, when was it back well 10 years ago uh, when the movie was about to be released uh, i had already been traveling quite a bit focusing precisely on the cristero war blessed miguel pro uh, the persecution so there was different different uh so i guess points for each presentation so when the movie was about to be released uh, ignatius press was kind enough uh, to be able to call me and ask me if i if i could write the book that would be the companion to the movie. And of course, who would say no, right? I was I was elated, I was honored. And I remember I was we were at a at a conference at a at a dinner uh, here in you know in California. We were in the middle of this dinner with uh, other speakers when I got the call from Ignatius Press. So I, I remember I, I stepped out of the dinner because I know it was Ignatius Press, and uh, I was in the hallway just like so excited. So I came back to dinner. And joined the group, and I told them what was happening, and it was just you know, from there just snowballed into what became the release of the movie. Precisely, actually, in May of the 2012, so it's actually 10 years to the date. So it and it still continues. I mean, it's been an, an ongoing, an ongoing uh, opportunity to evangelize, but also to put the message out there for everybody that religious freedom we just can never lose that, no matter the cost. Amen. Amen. Wow. It's been an amazing journey. Yes, I, I'm very familiar with St. Joseph Communications and, and right through the 90s, one of the, the largest uh, cassette ministries uh, and, and just kept growing. And for those who, who, who don't know now, but if they're familiar with the Lighthouse CDs um, or Augustine Institute now or formed, a lot of that has come from the foundation of St. Joseph Communications for those talks that then evolved to those parish kiosks and so really, yeah, it's been amazing uh, what Terry Barber's done and, and your team, and it's been yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. I, I learned about Scott Hahn through St. Mm -hmm. Joseph Communications, and thanks to those famous cassettes, it's been yeah, phenomenal absolutely. work. Absolutely. You know, just to, to, to me, one of the things I, I heard a long time ago uh, was, you know, especially as we try to educate people on the faith, and also we learn every single day, no matter even if it's an extra Bible passage. But the most important thing is to... Uh, help Catholics learn the basics, learn how to defend the faith in the process, but also stay in this in this holy path because the fact that there is a highway to hell and a stairway to heaven says a lot about anticipated traffic. So, mm -hmm. you know, so uh, well, very well really, said. Really, really want to focus on getting, you know, uh, getting on that narrow gate uh, as many people as possible. And we do it with love and respect. Amen. Amen. That's um, very, just um, uh, about this movie, which is celebrating 10 years. We do have, we'll be um, doing a screening while you're here and answering some questions. Um, it, it is, it's a phenomenal movie. I've watched it. I've, I've been moved by this story uh, ever since I first heard about it. Uh, and then your companion is brilliant as well. That goes with it. Uh, we, we now have it on our Parisian Demand platform. We've got the DVDs available. We'll make them available during this tour. But uh, just just a, a very quick overview. This uh, Mexican 
uh, persecution uh, of the church. Just, just a, a real brief uh, summary, if you like, for those who just, what can they expect about what you're going to unpack here? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think just to, to try to put the whole story in a nutshell, we really, uh, we need to focus um, very, very strongly using our, our Catholic values, our conscience that God gave us so freely to, 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 to grow based on our faith, because at the time in Mexico, as strong as it was Catholic, the, a lot of people voted for the wrong candidate. Uh, mm. and then this president who was elected uh, uh, president of Mexico, uh, President Plutarco Calles, was a staunch anti-Catholic, atheist, and just uh, a military back background. So you're talking about really bringing you know, the hammer down if it came to, to anybody disobeying the Constitution. So when he came into power in 1924, uh, there were many incidents that was uh, the, the, uh, the government was trying to implement into the country, but the Catholic bishops, the, the, uh, which are the chapter bishops, would always uh, not counter, but also tell the people, hey, this is what we stand. We don't belong to the government. We belong to God. And each time it just it grew that it just irked the president more and more until he finally uh, had had it no more. And he said, you know, he gave that, um, he gave Catholics all over the country two weeks in, the, in July, the last week of July, 1926, to practice the faith because after that he was going to close down the churches. And that's exactly what happened. You can imagine uh, the churches for the last two weeks, uh, there are images that we have still, I'm gonna use, they're going to be in the presentations that I give, yes. but just to see and to understand the desperate measures people were doing even afterwards to just go to mass or receive the sacraments uh, in an obscure area, in, in, in clandestine areas, in tunnels, in, out in the field where there was nobody watching them. And it just eventually became a religious persecution and Catholics eventually started uh, uprising against this, uh, um, what would you call it? this, this, uh, this law that he established that really was violating everybody's religious freedom. But not just that, when we, you know, when as a Catholic, ah, I didn't go to mass. Ah, now that we can go to mass for a month or three months, the soul needs the Eucharist, the soul, mm. the, the, the mind, the body, your spirit, you know, it just needs that in general. Uh, so when there's so much time without it, people were just getting so desperate and eventually, this started an uprising and there became uh, little incidents here and there, certain parts of Mexico. And then it just grew up into full, full religious persecution where we had thousands and thousands of people, children, elderly, our priests were pretty much targeted. And the images that we have are just heartbreaking to see what a government can do when we don't use our voting right to use it uh, for our faith, for principles and for religious freedom. So it's a very important topic. And I think it still uh, resonates even here or all over the world because there's persecution going on. So. Wow. We're going to be discussing that actually at the dinner, which is your first public event next week, uh, the Perusia fundraiser dinner. And we're going to be talking about how do we identify persecution and, 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 and seeing it coming. Um, so just you're here for a series of talks. We're going to be launching with a dinner. We're also going to be having a screening of the film, which I'm very excited about. Um, and then in addition to that, you're giving a range of presentations. If we very quickly go through uh, that, and all this is on our website at perusiamedia.com, 
click on the banner that you see uh, for yes. greater glory and you'll see all these all this up there but very quickly uh we we have on a on a tuesday night so um we, we're speaking at st joseph communication at uh, st joseph Communication, croydon and that uh topic on mary uh what is the big deal about mary a biblical defense so with your apologetics background we'll be touching a bit about her in, in the month of may uh the church Absolutely. celebrates mary yep I know I, um, I looked at because I sent a, a list of topics and the ones you selected. I, I love them. You know, the, there's this one, you know, the purgatory, get us out of here. It's yes. Like, oh, wow. You know, that really re- resonates for me when I first, you know, that, that title, because that the title is from a, the, the talk is based on the whole general topic of purgatory, what the church teaches, what we have in the catechism, uh, and much, much other stuff, even, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, our early church fathers, what they believed in purgatory. But when I read that for the first time, purgatory, I know, colon, get us out of here. It really resonated. There's people there who need our prayers. You know, there's, yes. we need to help these, uh, uh, you know, uh, these souls in purgatory. But it's, uh, there's a little, in my PowerPoint, I have a little uh, explanation of how the church triumphant, the church suffering, and the church militant, how it all connects but especially focus on the purgatory, why they need it so much more. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That's going to be amazing. That's on the Wednesday night, the very next night. And right. then you're giving a women's retreat with a couple of presentations there, which yes. I'm very, very much looking forward to. Uh, well, me not being a woman, but I will be around uh, helping. <laughs> um, but all women are welcome. And we also got uh, Thursday night, you're giving a talk on about religious freedom today, um, which is yes. going to be very topical and relevant. But the last talk of the tour is going to be, uh, one of your main presentations, which is all about the persecution in Mexico. We're going to unpack that in greater detail uh, yes. at St. Michael's Belfield. Absolutely. You know, one thing since we're, I know we're uh, kind of doing a promo here, but uh, not long ago, I finally put together my my testimony as well, which is also, okay. I don't know if I included in the list, but if that ever comes up where I can give my testimony, maybe a good 45 minute presentation, please uh, uh, make sure that uh, that it's available if anybody would like. Absolutely. Well, we've got uh, our evenings uh, locked out. There is only a few pockets here and there, but uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I ask for everyone watching this, please pray for the success of the tour. We really desperately need to get um, the truth out there and and really inspire people about the the Catholic faith, the fullness of truth. And Ruben is going to kickstart us off uh, after all these years um, to get back on and and really expand uh, the reach of our work. And we really want to inspire and people to take the faith so much more seriously, especially in times like today. Um, Ruben, I want to thank you very much. Just a very short uh, promo video. Uh, again, we'll have the video trailer playing. Uh, we're going to be promoting this uh, right throughout uh, this week and next week and looking forward to, to welcoming you down under and seeing you at the airport, picking you up there um, and saying hello, welcome to the country. I cannot wait. I am very honoured and humbled. Uh, about this opportunity, I just you know, praise God uh, for all all the glory goes to Him, and just great to be able to catch up with you in person for the first time. And uh, can't wait! I look forward to seeing you in a few. Praise God! Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Uh, all the details at perusiamedia.com. You can see the resources and the full schedule there. Hope to see you uh, there at the tour. God bless. Our nation is under siege. A plot to poison the minds and hearts of our people, this threat will not be tolerated. 
Would they really kick out an old man like me? The Federalists are coming! They're coming! There will be no stopping the uprisings now. Over 20,000 men, but no leader. He's a great man, capable of doing great things. You want me to make an army out of a group of ragtag peasants? We must stand up and resist. All you have is belief, but belief will not save them in battle. Do you have proper weapons? An ammunition supply? Do you have a central command? Surely you have read about our victories and your defeats. General, that's why we want you. In defiance of a regime, he joined a fight that was not his own. You cannot fight for something you don't believe in. I believe in freedom. Turned a rebellion into an army. We will fight with honor and dignity. And found inspiration. Why are you here? We want to be Cristeros, mi general. In the courage of a boy. Jose, I've never had a son, but if I did, I would want him to be just like you. Why should we trust you? Because I know how to lead an army. I'm responsible for my own men. And you will take orders from me. Your war is coming to an end very soon. You here to concede? <laughs> if you lose this war, we're not going to lose this war. Today we're going to send a message. Freedom is our home, our wives, our children. And we will defend it or die trying. Que viva Cristo Rey! You looking for me? This will be one of the most important battles. I'm entrusting it to you. Just come back to me, Adela. I promise. Stand up for what you believe. Hey, how can I? You must remember that men will fire bullets, but God decides where they land.